Hi there, welcome to Shiloh Tabernacle London. We're located in South East London in Woolwich Dockyard, Block 1, Unit 9, Dockyard Industrial Estate, Woolwich Church Street, SC18 5PQ. Join us for our Bible study every Friday from 7.30 to 9pm and you can't miss our Sunday services packed with prayer, vibrant worship and a powerful word. First service is 9am to 10.30 followed by our family service from 10.30 to 12.30. And now for the best part, let's get into the word. So, um, this morning, we're going, we're going to talk about a word that is in, um, that is in Proverbs 17, a word that we are probably, most of us, we are familiar with it, we've heard of it, no, 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 sorry, it's in Nehemiah, let's start in Nehemiah, Nehemiah 8.10, hallelujah. Nehemiah 8 10. It's a, it's, it's a word that we are, most of us, we are familiar with it. Hallelujah. But I want us to, to relook at it and, 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 and discuss it a little bit. Amen. Mm-hmm. Um, so that we, so that together we, we understand what really, because sometimes we can read, we can read a verse, we can read a chapter, and we are so familiar with it. But we don't really um, take time to see what does the word want us to understand in this. Amen. Mm-hmm. So Nehemiah eight ten. Let me get to an English Bible. Okay, Um, it says, Nehemiah said, go and enjoy choice food and sweet drinks and send some to those who have nothing prepared. This day is holy to our Lord. Do not grieve for the joy of the Lord is your strength. Um, The last um, sentence says, do not grieve, for the joy of the Lord is your strength. Hallelujah. Um, the word, this word joy here, try to look at it um, and try to understand, after God spoke to me about it, I tried to understand what what does it mean when when he says the joy of the Lord is my strength? Hallelujah. Um, for the next minute or so, I know most people are in mute and most people are on their way, but for the next minute or so, can I ask can I ask people to go in their chats and tell me what they understand? As it's a small exercise, what do you understand by the word the joy of the Lord is my strength? If if Pastor Ruben could refrain himself from writing first and give other people 
<laughs> the opportunity to write first because I know he is the teacher of of the word. Um, but let let may you. I hope most of you did did not understand it as I did for a long time, and I, and unfortunately, um, I've seen that many people have have the same interpretation as what I had until the Lord um, spoke to me and revealed to me what He meant by this word. Hallelujah. Can 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 we can we busy in the chat? Be busy in the chat. Uh, and and tell me what what does what does this word mean to you? What, what what is your interpretation of the the joy of the Lord is my strength? Hallelujah. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Okay, bless you, bless you, um, peace, bless you. Um, mm -hmm. Bless you, Sonia. Bless you, peace, bless you, Moses. Thank you for participating. God bless you. Okay, so I can see that you had a, you had a better revelation than I did, but when, when for, for many years, the joy, oh, Pastor Ruben, now you can write. Aha. Ooh. Bless you, Sister Audrey. Mm hmm Hallelujah. Okay. So for a, for a long time, I thought that um, the joy of the Lord is my strength, meaning that for some reason when I was in understanding the word, the joy of the Lord is my strength, it was that I would make God happy, then I would be strong. Or um, I will be the one giving the joy to the Lord. Hallelujah. The joy of the Lord is my strength. So I will be the one giving him joy by my actions, by the way I behave. By For a long time, that's what that, sent, that's what that last sentence meant. But I got a revelation from God where he, he told me, no, 
My joy, my joy is the one that goes in you, hallelujah, and it strengthens your body. Not that you can transmit a joy to me because you have no joy that you can transmit to God. Hallelujah. If we look, if we look at, um, if, if we look at the way the Bible tells us that day and night, angels bow down before him. They worship him. The Bible tells us of how there is so much joy in heaven. Hallelujah. The Bible does not talk about happiness so much. Why? Because happiness, it's, it's, it's a feeling. It's a feeling that, that comes for a short period of time. That's why um, the Bible talks about there is time for happiness, there is time for sorrow. So you will, have, you will have happiness, but then you can have sorrow. You can have happiness, um, but then the next minute you are not so happy. And that's why the world is, is, is looking so much to something that can bring to people a sense of, of joy. But there is no joy without Christ. Hallelujah. You can't have something that comes from heaven unless you are heavenly connected to the Father. Amen? So the joy, the joy of the Lord the joy of the Lord is something that no matter what you can do or a joy, just joy, the word joy, no matter what you can do, unless you are linked with Christ, you cannot have. You can have happiness. We can see people being happy on, the, on their wedding day. They're very, very happy. But then they get home and they find... Uh, Something as silly as I mean, back back in Burundi, um, back in Burundi, you will you won't go in 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 the man in a man you're gonna marry. Um, okay, men will be living, for example, in 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 a shared house with other men. Then once close to the wedding, they will go and find their find their own place, and then they will start to equip the place. And then things like, um, big things like fridge, um, TV or whatever will be the last things to put in the house. So um, I remember this story of this, this, um, this young woman. Um, she was so happy on her wedding day, like any other woman. She got to the place and she had told the guy that he has to buy a TV. He has to buy a TV. The woman got to the place and there was no TV. She refused to enter the house. Her, her happiness was dead, gone on that day. She was happy all day until she got to the house. Well, basically, the wedding was, was just a way to the house, really, because the wedding, you, you get married, you, you, you have all those ceremonies in order for you to go into a man's house and be his wife. But when, we, when, when she got to the house and there was no TV, she refused to enter. So... Um, for those who are familiar with the way weddings are prepared in Burundi and Rwanda, I don't know about Uganda, so there is a committee that prepares the wedding. So everyone started to put money together around six, seven. They had to run to a shop. Someone had to call someone they know who has a shop in order for that person to open the shop so that they, he can get a TV. I mean, that wedding, that wedding, uh, 
that that wedding did not go really well. It still is a very funny wedding. Uh, sorry, it still is a very funny marriage. Not not solid. Obviously, that was that was a sign. However, she was happy for X amount of time. But within that day, we, we've seen we've seen brides getting upset because the bridesmaid did not wear the right shoes. Something as silly as that, and the and the happiness is gone. Now that is just happiness. That's why the world invests so much in 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 in, in shows in Hollywood. There's so much money in entertainment. Why? Because people want to be happy. They want to be happy. They're looking for something that they don't know what is. It's really tiring when you're looking for something and you don't know what you're looking for. You know you want something. You know you need something, but you don't know what. And that is very frustrating. It's like someone who, who says, the other day I was, I was, I was talking to the children and I was, uh, we, were, uh, we were doing um, campfire. Um, and I had, I, I had told the, the, the parents, most of the parents, and some of the parents, the women of God said, bring your children. We're going to have a little session where we're going to do... Um, marshmallow grilled marshmallow and whatever things children like so I, I i had a quiz with them and i asked younger ones i say uh, one of them asked what do you want to do when you grow up and he turned around and said i don't know but all i know is that i want to be rich now this is a 10 year old boy so he doesn't know what he wants to do but he just want to be rich and that's the same it can be the same for a grown up and he said what do you want to do say i don't know but i want to make money yeah, but make money doing what? I just want to make money. And that's how people end up being frustrated and very unhappy. Why? Because they're pursuing something, but they don't know what they're pursuing. And even if they get that money, for example, happiness is still not there. Amen? So the world is after happiness. But happiness is a feeling that lasts a small moment. Joy hallelujah on the other hand because it's connected with something that is eternal hallelujah because joy comes from something that is eternal that joy is eternal now let's look at um let's look at uh john 17 13 uh if anyone again has has a quick bible in in english if you can Help me. 17. Thirteen. Uh-huh. It says, um, this is Jesus speaking. He says, I'm coming to you now, but I'm coming to you now, but I say these things while I'm still in the world so that they may have the full measure of my joy within them. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Jesus was saying this thing so that we may have full measure of his joy. Full measure of his joy in us. Which means that it's through his word that our hearts are comforted. That we find joy. Hallelujah. So, there are translations for the word joy, which is chedva. And chedva means strength. It means to rejoice. Hallelujah. And why, why is he saying full joy? He's saying that he is telling us. He is giving us instructions. 
He is opening up the kingdom of heaven for us so that in us we may have what? Full joy. His full joy. Which means that Christ comes in the package of Christ comes the full joy. Hallelujah. So it's the joy that comes from heaven into your heart, into my small heart, through his word. Amen. And therefore, when I go, when I go through hard, hard times, when I go through hard times, what keeps my sanity? Hallelujah. How possibilities do you keep smiling? Do you keep laughing? The, the day God revealed that word to me, I was going through a hard time. And people who know me, know me as someone who is bubbly, always laughing, always, always happy, always happy. I mean, the, the first time I heard um, Minister Mercy Guma laughing, I was shocked because for the first time I had heard a grown person who laughs like me. I was told for a long time that it's not normal for a grown person to laugh, to laugh with such an open heart as if there is not a single issue in the world. But that's me. But then I went through something that shook me. And it shook me to the core. And my heart was troubled. And then the Spirit of the Lord told me, the joy of the Lord is your strength. Then I went and said, but God, what can I do to please you so that my body can be strengthened again? Because truly, when, when Proverbs 17, 22 says that, um, that a cheerful heart, a joyful heart, a joyful heart is, is like life. Uh, again, English, one second. That would teach me to have my Bible in French. Never mind. Uh, Proverbs 17. Uh -huh. a joyful a joyful heart is good medicine hallelujah but a broken heart or a crushed spirit dries up the bones my friend this is true so many people so many people are ill not because they have a disease hallelujah not because you know that when we are when we are when we have a crushed spirit, we we release hormones. There are hormones that are connected to stress, to anxiety. Hallelujah. To the fact that your spirit is crushed. And some people are just overweight because that hormones is straight, it, it is connected to, to holding on to fat. Hallelujah. The, Apparently, the body goes into survival mode. So whatever it gets, it grabs, it holds on to it because it's trying to survive. There is an alert in the whole body that there is an attack. So the hormone is released and it grabs everything. That hormone is also, is also a cause of, of, of things like breast cancer for women, for example. Hallelujah. Because it's a toxic hormone that is released in the body. And so as I was going, as I was going through through that path of my life, the Lord said, I said, Lord, show me what I can do to please you so that my body can be filled 
the same way again so that I can laugh from the bottom of my heart again. I could not recognize myself unable to laugh. I could not recognize, nothing was funny to me anymore. Normally everything is funny to me. Even the stupidest things are funny to me. But nothing was, nothing could give me joy. So it worried me. Now that worried me more than the problem itself. So the spirit of the Lord started to minister to me. He told me, I put my joy in you way before you could ask it. When you received Jesus, I put my joy in you. Hallelujah. When you received me, I came in the package of joy. I am life. And where I am, there is no death. And right now, sorrow is death to the bones. Hallelujah. If, if it's death to the bones, it's death to the body. Amen. And we let ourselves be worried by things. And, and, it's, and when we are worried, it's because we have separated us somehow. We have minimized God. And we have increased that thing that is standing before us. Hallelujah. But the reason why Jesus was saying what he was saying it was so that it goes into the heart. Not that we hear and it goes. Hallelujah. It was so that once we, once we unbad it, once we receive it, hallelujah, it, it goes deep within you. And when troublesome thoughts come, hallelujah, they find it as a barricade. I hope that word exists in English. They find it as, as a wall. Hallelujah. A wall that stop it from coming in. Thank you, Pastor Ruben. <laughs> it stops it from coming in. Because once it comes in, what it does, once these thoughts come in, once they go through this wall, what do they do? They start crushing, crushing the spirit. And once they crush the spirit, they crush the bones. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So you could be... you you. What, what am I saying today, um, Pastor Moses? What am I saying today, Audrey, to you and, and to everyone here? What I'm saying is control. Control what you lay in. Hallelujah. Make sure that whatever information you receive, you have already built a wall. Hallelujah. We, listen. We, we listen to the news. I'm talking about the 10 p.m. or the 6 p.m. news, right? I'm not even talking about fake news. I'm not talking about Facebook. I'm not talking about social media. I'm not even talking about Apple Feed. I'm talking about the BBC news at 6 p.m., right? It's a serious thing. From the first minute that they speak, they start speaking. This, this, I don't even know why they call it news. They should call it bad news. It's bad news after bad news after bad news after bad news after bad news. You watch it, it lasts a whole hour. That's a whole hour of bad news. Now, if it finds you, first of all, they will say um, there is a shortage of petrol. Now there is a shortage of nurses. Now the NHS is, a, is at a breaking point. Now, um, after that, um, they have canceled the project of building... Um, Railways, which means that um, 
so many jobs that were made, meant to be created up north are not going to be created. So there are going to be some job losses and yakada yakada. And after that, I say, thank you for choosing BBC tonight. Good night. What? I, I opened my TV in good faith. Only for you to tell me, in other words, there is no hope for you tomorrow. Well, I knew there was no hope for me in the world. That's why I have Christ. He is my hope of glory. Hallelujah. But then if you listen to those, that's how people start queuing at petrol station and buying petrol like mad people. And we all fall in that trap. That's how we start queuing in supermarkets. We're panicking. We do panic shopping. And then we don't even have enough money to last us a whole month. Why? Because I bought more potatoes that, that I will ever need. I bought more toilet papers that I will ever need. Why? Because of the news. Hallelujah. And now I'm worried. And it builds up. You read 70% of, of, of affairs are happening in the office place. And you know your husband works in an office. And you spend the rest of the night with your eyes open, wondering, is he Janet? Is he Sarah? The other day he spoke about a new colleague. Could I be her? But if you have the word of God in you, hallelujah. Jesus said that he gave us those words, those instructions. Hallelujah. That he is our strong tower. Hallelujah. I mean, I run into it with my husband and my children. Hallelujah. Hey, I am strengthened. Am I still within time? Yes. I am strengthened by the Lord. But I have to be connected to the source so that my joy be complete and full. Hallelujah. Some of us don't need to take that tablet that we take every morning. Some of us just need to be reminded that the joy of the Lord is in you. So the Spirit of the Lord told me, it's in you. It's not for me to give it to you again. I have already given it to you. That is, reach out within yourself and pull it out because that's where it is. Your joy is not outside. Your joy is not in the things that you want to be fixed. Then think, my joy you will have it even when the things around you are still not fixed. That's joy. Happiness, it will go when things around me are not fixed. But my joy, the joy of the Lord will be in me when hell goes loose around me. I will still have my joy. Why? Because it's anchored deep within me where Satan cannot reach. Satan can touch your happiness. Hallelujah. But he cannot reach the joy that the Lord has hidden within you. So next time you're going to be anxious and unhappy, and, or you're going to feel that you, you, are not, you are not happy, remind yourself and remind the devil that it does not matter what I'm facing right now. It does not matter that my heart feels like it's about 
to explode. But I know that I know that I know that deep within me is the joy of the Lord. And he said, Belize, I command you, pull it out, pull it out, rejoice in the Lord. And I say it again, rejoice. Rejoice. Hallelujah. It's in you, my sister. It's in you, my brother. Praise his holy name. It's not, it's not going to come from outside. Hallelujah. It's not going to come from outside. The joy of the Lord is in the package of Jesus Christ. It's in the package. If you have received Jesus Christ, you have received that joy. If you haven't received Jesus Christ, there is still hope for you. Why? Because you can hear this news and today you can choose to have that joy within you. Hallelujah. The Lord started taking me um, into times. He, he revealed to me times that I could have lost it. He said, I was there with you. My joy is the one that kept you going. And as I reflect back, to the things. What I was going through was a piece of cake. When, but when I was facing it, I thought I was facing something that I had never faced before. So I had never come across something as traumatic as that. Spirit of the Lord said, that's not true. That's not true. You went through this and you kept your joy. You went through this and your joy remained. And you went through that, and your joy remained. And as I reflect to them and realize, ah, you have made this mountain so big before me that I can't even see near the side of the mountain, and I can't even see where I'm coming from, and you have blinded me. But I say it stops today. You mountain, what are you before me? my Lord will crush you down. And if he doesn't crush you down, he will make me climb you and I will see the other side of you, the other side of the mountain. I mean, I will see it for the joy of the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm speaking to someone today because as, as I was meditating on this word, the Lord was telling me, go tell my people. Some of them are not ill. They are not ill, but they don't have the joy of the Lord within them. Although they have Christ, they don't know. They don't know. They have no word to hold on to. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The joy of the Lord is the one, like I said, will make you sleep. Hallelujah. He, he will make you sleep while everyone, I grew up in Burundi, I've said it countless times, in the time of war, and um, and I've heard and I've heard um, one will go. We, we could go to, to bed. It's it's peaceful. We go to bed. It's peaceful. But like two hours after we are in bed, bombs start flying left, right, center, shooting. You don't know where it's where people are shooting, and you know how um, in Africa we have big compound, so you can't tell. If people have, have, haven't even reached your compound yet. And then people were, people would have stomach issues because of fear. You know when you fear? When you start having diarrhea, others start vomiting. So 
um, we had two bathrooms, my, my, um, the in-suit one for my parents and then, and then one for, for the children. Um, but I'm telling you, both toilets will be busy, busy in that night. My, 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 my older sister is the one that had that problem, maybe because she understood what was going on. I don't know. But she would be running in the toilet. But then, I was seeing throughout. Throughout, because like, I am blessed. I can sleep like a dead person. So I would sleep throughout. And it reminded me. It reminded me of Jesus Christ. Although there was a time I couldn't sleep. I, I just couldn't sleep. But maybe that was my guilt troubling me. But... There, the joy of the Lord is the one that could make you sleep. People went through genocide. I've heard the testimony of this revelant now, Ruta Isiri. And they were asking him, because he was, he was alive through genocide, and they asked him, were you scared? He said, no. He said, well, why? He said, I don't know. I just knew deep within me that the Lord will save me. And he did save me, and he did save my wife. So he didn't lose any of his children. He didn't lose his wife. He had the faith. He, and, then, and then he said, I was still happy. He still has that joy. He still had that joy. But it took him time to forgive and start loving again. But we see the same peace. Because where there is, where there is joy, there is peace. Hallelujah. We see Jesus sleeping on the boat. And they're waking him up. And they're worried. They say, Master, what is the matter with you? How are you still sleeping? And we're in the midst of this. What is wrong with you? He woke up. He spoke against the storm. And the storm calmed itself down. But why was he sleeping? Because he was not operating in this realm. Hallelujah. Some of us need to rise and operate in another realm. Hallelujah. Problems we can see. Yes, we can see them. But it takes a whole level of faith. Hallelujah. To become. To become when things are going crazy. Now, it takes a, another whole new level. Now, to remain joyful. Hallelujah. To remain joyful when your child is in a hospital. And they're telling you what they're telling you. But what the enemy is after is your spirit. So that he can crush it. And once he has crushed it, you will be the, ne you will be the, the next person in the bed next to your child in the hospital. Because you had, you had a heart attack. Because you, you, you had an issue that I don't know of. Because all of a sudden, your sugar is off the roof. And you, now you need to have injections. Really? There is a woman here. There is a woman here. It's one disease after the other. It has become chronicle. As I was praying and the spirit of the Lord was ministering to me. Listen, he revealed, he revealed to me that there is a woman with chronic disease. It's one thing after the other. But the source of it is the lack of joy in your heart. But really, it's not that you don't have the joy. It's because the enemy has managed to convince you 
that you were never happy, that you will never be happy, that what happens to you, hallelujah, is stuck with you forever, that that's a lie from the enemy, today is a new day, hallelujah, David spoke to himself and said, David, rejoice in the Lord and forget not his benefits. He commanded to his heart to rejoice. Today you can comment to your heart and say, my heart rejoice. Am I still within time? Yes. Say, my heart rejoice. Is there anyone who's not saved here on this platform so that we go on to the next session? Quickly, is there anyone who's not saved? Honestly, I'm not going to beg you to be saved. Like, it's your choice. Hallelujah. If you want to be saved, raise your hand. We pray for you. Hallelujah. I mean, I've never seen anyone begging people to take millions. And my Jesus is greater than millions. He gives you what millions cannot buy. He brings life to the dead bones. He gives life to the dead spirit. He is the joy that bubbles from within you. And he makes you laugh. Hallelujah. Before your enemies. Hallelujah. When things thought they could crush you, you rise up. That's what Jesus does. Now, if you want to receive him, raise your hand. If you don't want to receive him, that's your loss. We will still pray for you anyway. But I can't pray for you to have something that is heavenly connected when you don't have heaven within you. Hallelujah. They asked Jesus, show to us where the kingdom of God is. And Jesus was like, you don't know yet. Hallelujah. The kingdom of God is a hand. He was speaking to them. He was telling them, I am the kingdom of God. I have come and I'm in the midst of you. And you're still asking me where the kingdom of God is. Now we moved from being within the midst of us. And he moved within us. That's why I have a kingdom joy. That's why I can have the joy like the one that is in heaven. Although I'm still in my mortal body. <laughs> Even if no one is blessed, I'm blessed. Praise his holy name. Hallelujah. I will have the joy of the Lord within me. Hey, it doesn't matter how everyone else is feeling. I will have the joy of the Lord within me. Praise his holy name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hey, now, if you have received Jesus, that means you have the kingdom of God within you. Hallelujah. That means you have whatever is in the kingdom. <laughs> you have it in you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Whatever is in the kingdom. Hallelujah. Satan, uh, let go of my eyes in the name of Jesus. They have been defeated. Whatever is in the kingdom, it is in you. Now, we're going to pray for awareness. Hallelujah. I'm going to pray. In the next few minutes, we're going to pray. Um, we're going to pray that you, you become aware. That you understand. There is nothing worse than someone who's confused about who they are. Hallelujah. 
you need to know who you are and what you have. Hallelujah. You have the spirit of God within you. You have Christ who is the hope of glory. You have Christ who is the fullness of joy. He said so himself. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That's why when Paul, when Paul was praying um, and, and ministering to the, to, the, to the Corinthian church in 2 Corinthians um, 2 Corinthians 10, 5, um, he was saying to them that um, he is taking hold of every thought, every thought. So those thoughts that come and tell you the wrong things, we take them into captivity. Hallelujah. Under the authority of Christ. Amen. All those thoughts, all those negative thoughts that are only designed to destroy your, your, your bones, to crush your bones. Hallelujah. The Bible could, could have said, because it, say, it says, remember in that, in that word that we, we read, um, Proverbs 17, 22, remember it says um, that a cheerful heart is life to the body, but um, a crushed spirit is like a disease to the bones. A crushed spirit crushes bones. Hallelujah. Nothing is stronger in a human body than bones. Hallelujah. Without bones, we become like these vegetables. Hallelujah. There is not a single person who doesn't have bones. It did not say that it crushes nerves because we have thought nerves are weak. Hallelujah. They are weak anyway. It crushes, a joyful heart is good medicine, but a crushed spirit dries up bones. Dries bones. Hallelujah. Dry bones have no life in them. It sucks blood. Hallelujah. It sucks the life out of things. Hallelujah. We're going to pray that you become if I was confused about what this verse meant, some other people were confused as well. I've spoken to people who interpreted it as I did. Now, I don't know if, it, if it's an issue with the language, but many people interpreted it as I could do something that would give, the joy, that would give joy to God. But no, no, he, he, is, he is joy already. He is the one who downloads his joy in us through Christ Jesus. And I want you to understand that that joy is within you. So we're going to pray. And the next time that thought about your sickness, you keep having nightmares of you dying. There's nothing wrong with dying, but there is everything wrong with a premature death. Hallelujah. Next time, remind yourself that you will not die that you will live to proclaim the goodness of God in the land of the living. Hallelujah. And you will see his goodness in the land of the living. Hallelujah. You will see his goodness. So begin to pray. Let's begin to pray for the next few minutes. We're going to start by praying for those. Um, we're going to start by praying for those who don't know if you can come out of your of your of, of your of your mute if you are in a place where you can speak we're gonna speak 
Oh, hallelujah. We're going to speak against the spirit of confusion. Hallelujah. We're going to speak for awareness. Hallelujah. We could do, I used to be um, an advocate for women. Hallelujah. Before I became a minister. Um, and, and, and awareness, awareness is key. Mm. You cannot help a woman who thinks that um, being oppressed is how things have to be. Mm. There is nothing you can do to that person. There's nothing you can do to help that person because you can take that person out of oppression, but that person will take us up back into oppression. Mm. Now, the first thing that is key is awareness. Mm. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. We are being oppressed by, by the enemy because we are not aware of our entitlement. We are not aware of what we have within ourselves already. And we reach out to those things that are already in us. Oh. Hey, it's tiring. Mm. Hallelujah. Mm. If you don't know, if you don't know that you have milk in the fridge, Hallelujah. You will start wondering where you're going to get money to go buy the milk. How are you going to get to the shop? Um, am I going to catch a bus? Or can I walk? It's going to be a long time yet. I want a tea. It's stressful. But once you know that you have milk in the fridge, hallelujah, you don't need to calculate anymore. You just need to reach out to it and grab it. Now, the reaching out in this, in this time around, is not up in the sky. It's not next to you. It's reach out deep within yourself and mm. pull out mm. the joy mm. into your heart. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Some people on this line, oh Jehovah God. Some people on this line, on this line, you can't remember the last time. The last time you felt joy within you. Can you imagine that thing? And you're an ambassador of Christ. You are an ambassador of joy. And you don't know joy? Hallelujah. He says, so I'm telling you this thing so that my joy be full in you. Full in you. Hallelujah. Now Jesus was still walking among them. So his words, if his words could give joy, then imagine him walking within you, being in you, being the source of joy within you. Hallelujah. You don't need to go to the source. The source has come to you and it's within you. Hallelujah. Now we're going to pray that we become aware. And most importantly, hallelujah, after this, go and search in your Bible. What does the Bible say about joy? Believe me, in the Old Testament, it was coming from up. In the New Testament, it's in you. And I live in the New Testament. Hallelujah. Thank you so much for listening to this sermon. And I know you've been blessed. For more information about Shiloh Tabernacle and other sermons, please visit our website, www.shiloh.org. UK. And don't forget to follow us on all our social media platforms, Instagram, Twitter and Facebook at Shiloh LDN. Once again, that's at Shiloh LDN. You've been listening to Shiloh Tabernacle London, changing lives, building dreams. Until next time, God bless.